All right, we're back, running with the money. 16th episode of the series, a special Super Bowl and Super Bowl prop edition. Myself, Mitch Michaels, along with Kent Brown, the uh, the sharp in South Bay. Is that what we can call you now? The South Bay sharp. <laughs> you know what? It's a new year. It's a new challenge. I think overall we made people money in year one, and we just want to continue making you more money in year two. And we, between myself, Matt Gothard, and yourself, I think the trifecta of the right. Los Angeles area, we did a pretty good job so far in the last four or five months. We did. Props again to Matt Gothard. He can't be with us on the show. He's actually in Atlanta he at the Super Bowl. Be. Yeah, yeah. No, look, he sent me a text that said, actually, first of all, you have a collect call from people representing Matt Gothard, but he likes the Rams money line at plus 118, which we're going to get into in a second, and he likes heads on the coin flip. He's a big coin flip guy. Um, so if that coin is tails, we might not be with Matt Gather next year. I'd rather you like heads on a coin flip than have to be forced to get on a coin flip. That would not be a good thing. It would probably not be the best way to start your year. Oh, we're, we're off and running. Yeah, I don't, man. Some people call it a head start. I don't know what the VIG is, down. so I don't want to put any said words in anyone's mouth. We're going to get to that Rams money line, though, in a bit, because there is part of me that's starting to think, this might be a Clemson, Alabama situation where everyone's riding the team that's been there, done that so many times, and then eventually they just get wiped out. Remember, the Patriots, all eight of their Super Bowls with Tom Brady have been close. None have been blowouts, win or loss. Yeah. And you're starting to think, is this the first one that's going to be a blowout? And what, I kind of feel yeah. like if the Rams win, I kind of feel like it's going to be a blowout. So that's interesting. You think, and that is a good point, eight Super Bowls, they've all been one-score games. You think a blowout would be a bad sign? Like if I had to say, if I told you Super Bowl is going to be a blowout, you think the Patriots are going to lose? Yes, okay. exactly right. I think if the Pats win, it's close. If they lose, it's a double-digit loss. I would agree in the sense that I think the Rams have to and will come out with urgency because, it, look, they know the they know the story. If it's a one-score game in the fourth quarter, your odds of beating Tom Brady are pretty low. Yeah, golf versus Brady in that situation. It's not. It's not a good feeling if you're the Rams. I also think, kind of on the on the football breakdown of this matchup, that if the Rams are in control, I think time of possession is huge. Keeping Brady on the sideline, the girly health status. I think he's had a couple of weeks. I think a lot of what happened in the NFC Championship game was him not playing well, not really being good in pass protection as a blocker. But if him and Anderson are running well, I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna be in control there. I do think, both teams, though, if both yeah, teams see, established a run, they're going to be in strong shape. The, yeah, the Pats have a lot of running back weapons as well. I'm, I'm fascinated by this matchup, and I do think that we're going to see, I mean, look at the over-under in that matchup. I know everybody says that, you know, it's the Super Bowl, it's a different game, you can't really go off of a lot, teams are tighter. I kind of like the over in this one. I'm leaning. Six and a half, right? I, I, still, I still do, and, and I would look at... The Super Bowl that it got pointed out today, the most underrated one in my lifetime, was that Patriots-Panthers one. That was scoreless late in the first half and still hit over 60 points in that game. I have a feeling that we could see some offensive fireworks in the second half for both teams. I think that's when uh, maybe a second half over is the play. Speaking of 56.5, who would have thought a few years ago that if you would have taken the over on Cosby accusers, that it would have gone over 56.5? It's interesting. Yeah. I and surprisingly, mean, in, in a week. Actually- there's actually a prop in Vegas right now over under Tom Brady touchdown thrown or Harvey Weinstein accusations over the weekend, and it's at two and a half for either. I kind of think it's over on both. 
I mean, there, there, obviously, a lot of we, we don't condone any of this, but you just got to play the numbers. We condone over more. two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe 56 and a half women will escape R. Kelly's compound over the weekend. I mean, the documentary came out, so. I think he's, that, that's probably an under. I don't think he lets them escape, and he's near Atlanta. So who would have thought that? The Super Bowl is in the same town where all this R. Kelly stuff's going down. What if the NFL decides to throw us all a monkey wrench here and says, R. Kelly, come sing the national anthem. What would be the odds of R. <laughs> Kelly opening up? You just go, it's halftime. Instead of Maroon 5, it's R. Kelly out of the stage singing. I believe, grind, I believe I can fly. <laughs> but bump and grind to, to lead it off. If those odds right now just came on sportsbook.ag or wherever you're betting and you saw odds, R. Kelly will join Maroon 5 to perform at halftime. If the odds were plus... Eighty thousand. Would well, you eat, would you throw ten bucks on it? If if you saw that on a site, my serious answer for any hypothetical that's actually possible, not just these made up ones, is well, that, that it's it's a trap. I'm always like, why would this be up here? This is crazy. They know something. Something's up there. Because yeah, you'd have people mortgaging their homes to bet against it because they think it's free money, and then they're out. The problem is all these players are a little too old for R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. He's more into uh, like the Under Armour All American High School games, if you know. What yeah, I, mean. I was an R. Kelly fan before I knew, uh, you know, the true story of uh, how bad he was at basketball. Here's the thing, though: can you separate? We're getting sidetracked here, but it brings in the sports as well. Right. Kareem Hunt this past year, other players uh, that have been big time players that have had mistakes. I mean, Marcus Peters has had his incidents the last couple Tyree of years. Tyreek Hill, who was almost Kill. in this game. When you look at these type of players, Akeem Talib has, you know, he's been in trouble a few times. Can you separate the art from the artist, or more so with sports, can you separate the incidents from the athlete? Because a lot of us as sports fans, let's just say without the entertainment side, yeah. just as sports mm -hmm. fans alone, I feel like we almost all are forced more often than not to separate that because otherwise it's almost impossible to root for any of these. Right. Teams. No. And, and I understand that we, and I'm saying this is a Steelers. We built, <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up. Uh, it's funny that that's the argument now, now, now that big Ben is winding third and heading to the penitentiary. Never charged. <laughs> never, never. I mean, who, who wouldn't want a bodyguard to guard the bathroom, but no, in all seriousness, look, yeah, if, if you taken some of the crafts I've taken, you need a bodyguard. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, that also happened in Georgia. There's it a lot all, of stuff going yeah. on in Georgia. Basically, what we're saying is, over this weekend, we're expecting an incident to happen one way or another. Was the Ray Lewis thing in Georgia, too? I think that was Atlanta <laughs> as well, <laughs> yes. All right, um, but my well, answer to your Lord. question my answer to your question is, I do believe in second chances, and I do think that if people are, are, are not committing crimes currently and they're understanding that they're on thin ice, like Tyreek Hill, for example, Chiefs drafted him knowing what they know, they made that decision. They set up the terms. He hasn't come up with anything wrong since. Okay. And with this, the other side of that, too, is I don't think we should be building up athletes, and that's something you learn as you get older. Yeah, as a kid, you see someone wearing the jersey of the team you like. That's your hero. You don't realize that they were in Lake Tahoe at a golf outing with the, uh, <laughs> with the pro property manager. Yeah, and with this, you also have to look at it, too, is you're not only building them up, but there's also a sense of, they're guys hitting each other for a living and playing physically out on the field. And it's one of those deals where if you look at a guy like Ray Lewis, it's hard to turn that off. It really is. And I think when you're looking at the prop bets that we'll be making this week and you start to really break down how fun this game is, there's so much fun 
and being a fan mm-hmm. that you don't want the bad stuff to come into you watching these right. games. Like when we watch the game on Sunday, you just want to have fun and enjoy it, have yeah. a few bets on the line, and just kind of deep down, just hope that it's a fun three or three and a half hours. You don't want to be thinking about the issues that everything else these players have outside of the three or four hours they're out on that field. And that's why, just the one last thing, I think a seri- on, the, on the serious note, the last serious note, I hope, of this podcast, if the crime is serious, like a serial offender, like an R. Kelly case, yes, I can't really reconcile that. Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, O.J. Simpson. But if it's a scum, scummy act, <laughs> and by the I had way, it for O.J., and he's a football player. You mentioned second chances. Without that, our good pal, Dr. Farthing, he'd be dead. He, only, he currently only has a few fingers broken, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. But let's just say this. If Todd Gurley does not score a touchdown this weekend, Dr. Farthing might, he might be in some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tell me. I uh, i heard, I haven't seen the movie, but he took Drago's son against Creed in Creed 2. Oh so I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But to answer your question originally, I like the over. And I actually would like, I think I'm going to go Pats a little bit. I'm more spread out. My strategy for this weekend is, and I'm gonna, interested to hear your strategy, Kent. I'll throw a little on the actual game, but I'm, I'm spread out across the board. I'm not hammering uh, the outcome of this game as much as just spreading the wealth and just trying a little bit of everything. I try to do at least 10 props just because why not? Yeah, yeah. You try to get 10, maybe 12. If you really feel like you want to throw some caution against the win, maybe you go 15 props total. But you're just sort of hoping to hit maybe 8 or 9 of them. If you do yeah. 15, if you do 10, maybe 6 out of 10. Realistically, it's just fun stuff you want to have throughout the game. And the ones I love are like, will this guy get this amount of yards? The this player amount props. Of catches? Yeah. Yeah. If you do a player prop, once it hits, it's like an over-under. The over is the only bet that you can all of a sudden win while the game's going on until Super Bowl Sunday with player props, where all of a sudden you're cheering for, I don't know, can Todd Gurley get this amount of yards? Well, I'm he so gets glad it, you said and then, that. And then you have it. Because I hate under on player props. I, I, it's Why would you make that bet? There's so many players. Unless you're convinced that it's going to be a dog I fight. I like the head-to-head ones. Yeah, no, that's fair. But if we're talking player props, there's so many bets to choose from. This is the best day to gamble in any of any day. Why would you take an under? It, it's just you're stressing out about that. Unless unless it's an injury situation where you think you got you got a read on somebody. but Or you can maybe make a or, call or two to yeah, take or, or, you're, or you're related to Tanya Harding. I mean, either way. It's like one or the other. I'll just say this. Margot Robbie to Tanya Harding is the greatest is the greatest upgrade in the history of upgrades. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tanya Harding is like, that's a rough-looking woman. Or at least, at best, she's an okay-looking woman at best. And then you throw Margot Robbie, it's like, eh, I'm not so sure that that flies. But that's also just part of Hollywood, for it sure. Is. But speaking of Hollywood in L.A., when you look at these player props yeah. and you start breaking things down, I think you and I, we know a couple people out here that may or may not have a few extracurricular activities with some of these players. And I'm not saying that one of them is going to, quote unquote, make a few mistakes during the game, but I wouldn't rule it out either. That's all I'll say. I'll tell you off the air okay. who wow. it is. But That's let's good. just say his name rhymes with Mandon Books. Mm. Playing, <laughs> playing a former team. I like the intel, too. That's why I, was, that's why I thought you were going to well, go with it. And... Maybe the other team has some dirt on him. Hey, why, why are the Rams even in this game? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so exactly. that was, uh, we've addressed that on this show before. Uh, but okay. 
prop time because that's where it's at. And Ken, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the player props. I want to start there. I want to start with some yardage stuff and some some catches and some cool stuff that we could look at there. I'll ask you this right off the bat, though. Do you have a favorite player prop bet? Has anything jumped out at you yet this far in? I know it's early in the week, and you like to do your research a little later, but do you have one in particular you're circling in on? We'll get back to that. Right now, I'm, I kind of, I'm looking at a lot of the cross-sports ones. I'm oh, also kind oh, of focused dude. on <laughs> cross-sport ones is maybe my bread head-to-head butter. matchups. But I'll sort of, right now, in terms of player props, here, I'll get open the Rams because – Let's start off with the good Los Angeles Rams. I will say that one thing, though, I want to bring up. I'm not a big first play guy. That's a little too stressful. Or first completion, first rush. You know, what will Tom Brady's first pass be? I I don't like that. I like to kind of build to it. I know there's some instant gratification. Yeah, a little tease first. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, you know, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm giving you my money. I don't want to just have it all be over in one song. I mean, come on. Of course, of course. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> uh yeah, but there are some good ones out there, and I think one of my favorites that I like is first half interceptions. Jared Goff, my, one half is the line. I think he throws one in the first half. I agree with that. Four plus two fifty. Oh, here's one I really like. Plus two twenty. I'm sorry, Brady is plus two fifty. Either way, that's one that I really like. I mean, you're getting over two to one. You could be having a great half. It's one throw. Here's so, one. I like that one. I just saw this one. Actually, two. Because I think they're going to use them in the passing game a lot. Todd Gurley, total receiving yards over 32.5 is even odds. And Todd Gurley's longest reception, 13.5 yards, minus 115. I like both of those. You do? Okay. I think Todd Gurley gets a 20 to 25-yard catch at some point, And I'd be very surprised if he doesn't get at least 40 receiving yards. So, even odds, Todd Gurley over 32 and a half. I like it. That's good. That's good. I'd say I'd caution on the Brady first half yardage because I think they're going to be pounding the rock too. And he's a second half guy, it seems, in these Super Bowls the last few years. It could hit. I, that's a stay away for me because it could hit. He could have 80 yards and they could be running the ball down their throat. There, there's a lot that could happen there. That one kind of scares me. Um, you could look at like first half and total game yardage for players. We'll get to the total games in a second, but one of the ones that I really do like as well is a guy by the name of Gronk. Hasn't really been used a lot. They're starting to use him a little starting more. Starting to more. And so my question to you is, before I kind of talk about the Gronk bets that I like, do you think this is going to be a high-volume game? Last year against the Eagles, he played phenomenal. Probably his last great game that we've, we've seen from him. You think Brady goes back to the well in Gronk, and do you think he has any mismatches against this Rams defense? Secondary has been gashed quite a bit this year. I think he's very much involved in the game plan, and I uh, we know that they're going to want to try to establish the run, and I do think you have to look at a guy like Edelman that will catch a bunch of passes as well. But the one thing about Gronk is they, they don't have great outside linebackers, the Rams. And if you're going to put an outside linebacker or you might go a safety like LaMarcus Joyner is great against a potential slot receiver. You put LaMarcus Joyner anywhere near Gronk, Gronk's like 80 pounds heavier and seven inches taller. That's a mismatch. So I think they'll put those outside linebackers. They don't cover that well. And so I feel pretty good saying Gronk's going to be heavily involved in the game plan. The one thing that Tom Brady hasn't done as well is throw over the middle this mm-hmm. year. And that's one area where they love throwing the Gronk. So it does kind of play into the Rams' hands. But overall, I would say Rob Gronkowski, I'm looking right now in terms of those total yards and receptions, 
and the total receiving yards on his first reception. That's actually one I kind of like. Over 11.5 for his first catch. I can see it being like a 16, 17-yard yeah. grab, and all of a sudden you're a winner. So, yeah, I'll go. If you want to throw a couple overs on Gronk, I think it's probably a pretty good idea. I don't really trust any of the Pats receivers. I know Brady likes Edelman, but that could be a spread-the-wealth type game with who's open, what the matchups are with the Rams secondary that can do some things, like you mentioned, joiner on slot receivers. Gronk's longest yardage yeah. over-under on any catch in the game is 22 and a half. I think he hits over that. I think if you get him outside, we saw the one catch that he had. He can have like a 30-yard catch, yeah. Brady sees it in that game against Kansas City, the one matchup. He got him on the mismatch. It's too easy. So even even there, that's the one that I really like. Here's another one. Goskowski. will he make a first-quarter field goal? Yeah. Yes, it's plus 165. I figured it would be like even odds. I, I, yeah, any field goal bets are, are looking good. I don't want to be the guy that roots for field goals. but I do if I bet it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at that yeah. point. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't love either down. of these teams. Let's go third-down so. defense. Yeah, it's not like I'm some diehard Rams. Speaking or of which, Pats what fan. if you lived in St. Louis and you watched this game? <laughs> Well, it depends. Do you just stick with the Rams and they're your team? I know. Do you give up? I, I lived there for seven years. I can count on one hand the number of people that stuck with the Rams. A few did, but, I mean, it's the cronky factor. It's the, they had, you know, we don't want to get into the whole thing, but the stadium deal, the wanting to leave, it was his money, it was his right, but had no intention of ever staying. But they did stay. I mean, in theory, yeah. they stole the team from L.A., yeah. technically, and then they came back. So, right. I don't know. It's not like they were a team who were entrenched from the start in St. Louis. Like, you know, there were a St. Louis no, Cardinals that. football yeah. team back in the day. So, I get it. I mean, frankly, if you're the owner of a franchise in the NFL and you can stay in St. Louis or go back to L.A. where you know you have a stadium deal in place that you're going to be the head of and you already have a pretty loyal local fan base anyways – I don't see why you would stay in St. Louis. So I know what you're saying, though. I think if you're in St. Louis, now you just root against the Rams, though, if you don't like them. Because, again, everybody who's watching this game who you know has a pulse and understands the game, meaning that they're not like a year old, everybody has seen Tom Brady win before and seen Belichick win. So what's an extra Super Bowl if you're a St. Louis Rams fan? So, like with me, I don't want the Patriots catching the Steelers right now. So I'm rooting against that. But if you're a Rams fan, you don't care if the Pats have six. So what's an extra one to you? So, yeah, I think you would be pulling pretty strongly for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Pats. I would agree with that. Only thing I would add would be the whole Spygate thing. <laughs> Still rubbing people the wrong way. So yeah. the, the filming of the practice. I think they were one of the only teams that got caught, though. <laughs> well, I think that's... pretty much every team was doing a lot of that same stuff. What do we think, though, last player props I want to bring up before we go to some other fun ones? Total touchdowns, each of these quarterbacks at about two and a half. If they hit over, it's good odds. Brady's going to hit over. I feel pretty good that Brady hits over. Plus 140. And again, what you have now, and this factors into, both these teams have pretty good receiving backs. You have James White, who had 14 catches in the Super Bowl two years ago, and you have Todd Gurley, who sometimes gets 10-plus catches in a game. That little short pass, or basically the shovel pass, that should be a run. That really should. That's a touchdown pass now. So you have James White crossing or Todd Gurley crossing or maybe Brandon Cooks or somebody like that that has speed. You just do that shovel pass. That could become a six-point touchdown, and it's a pass. So I like it for Brady a lot. I think for Goff, again, if they win, it's probably an over. But I feel like the Pats, and I'll just throw this out there now, is I think the Patriots find a way to win a close game. And because of that, the Rams are 
probably going to fall just short, but I could see it like 31-27 or maybe 33-30, to 30, something like that. And with that, I think the Pats barely cover, and on top of it, it goes slightly over. Cook's 27-and-a-half longest catch. I want to also mention that one. What about Woods, though? I mean, Woods, yeah. is, he's a game-breaker, too. Uh, yeah, that might be worth sprinkling a little on each. If, if they win, here's a prop for you. Speaking if, of sprinkling. If they win, will either Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks have sex with a white woman? It's only up, it's only up okay. minus 140. So, okay. All right. What do you think? What, like in general? That yeah, night? like that night. Uh, it has to happen that night. I don't know. I don't know, Rob, I don't know Bob Woods that well. Um, we've all heard the same stories, but we don't know him. Brandon Cooks, I mean. Brandon Cooks is the wild card. He's only been in this city for like, what, a year? I don't, I don't know him. All right. Super he had a Bowl. reputation up in New England, though. That's all I'll say. Super Bowl pro. <laughs> yeah. Hard to get that reputation in New England. Super Bowl props. Ken Brown running with the money. All right, let's talk to let's talk about some some really fun ones here. And we mentioned what Gothard likes. He likes heads on the coin toss. That's you know what? Odds. I'm gonna go against him then. Screw that's fun. I'm no, going that's tails. Fun. I'm going tails. Ken versus Gothard. Yeah, I'm going tails. In fact, I'm gonna reach out to him after let's the show, and we're just gonna make like a twenty dollar bet on it and say Fuck it. Like, let's go all in. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah. I'll go tails. Tails never fails. Heads is for losers. Well, Heads is for losers. Come on. You're you don't want to see the out. head That's of good. a dead president. You That's want to good. see the, the winged eagle. It kind of brings back Hulk Hogan, vintage 80s, well, 90s what are they WWE flipping, title. Well, what are they flipping, though? Because oh, I good agree point. with you. It's not going to be a quarter. It's going to be a shrine of Roger Goodell doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger pose. That's a good point, actually. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we can look this up because it's already probably out there. But like, wasn't it a few years ago Joe Namath came out with like the jacket and flip the coin. And I want my bet voided. If he, if, if anything like that happens, yeah, who, I think something. Who up. is it? You have to start thinking Atlanta. Is there somebody famous enough Atlanta football wise? Probably not. I don't think there's a Falcon that has that history. So then you start thinking other sports. It's not going to be Chipper Jones. I wouldn't think. Could it be like, it's probably going to be something lame and it will be like, 20 years ago, this guy played in the Super Bowl and now he's the MVP. And like, Jerry it's like, yeah, it's a, who, who won in 98? Like, was it John Elway? It was one of Elway's Super Bowls. Maybe Elway's out there and he flips it or something. Or it's a 25-year anniversary, which would put it at 94, which uh, was the year before Steve Young. So that the was last Cowboys one year. of the Cowboys years. Yeah, so maybe you have like back-to-back Michael Cowboys Irvin's year. in the house. Let's have Michael Irvin flip it. You know what? If Michael Irvin flips it, it's going to be tails. But here's what happens. Is, is it Logos? That's what I don't get. If it's logos, I don't know how you don't you know what heads you don't know tails. until they say it. They they basically say this is the head. This is it, this is it. So okay, all right. Um, but you. But on a serious note, I'm I'm another thing I'm against. I don't want to be a downer, but I hate these first team that calls correct will win the game. Will score first. Uh, forget that. And you're binding yourself to a coin toss. I mean, binding is normally wrong to be bound, but is know. it? I don't know. Normally, I didn't say morally. I said yeah, normally. Good point. Uh, yeah, it leaves it, it leaves some uh, uneven blood flow across the body. I'll put it that way. Got to have that blood flow, baby. Uh, speaking of which, Gladys Knight singing the uh, <laughs> singing the <laughs> national anthem. I have to admit. Did you know she was alive? All right, honest question. I was just going to say that. I was going to say I have to admit I thought she died, and then I checked and it was Aretha Franklin that died last year. I was off. I was off a little bit on the old old singer. So uh, no, I didn't know that she was alive and. Uh, Good for her. She has to be pushing, what, 
75, 80? She's 74. Bleed 75. Okay. That's super young. I thought she was well into her 80s. Nah, but she was big in like the 60s, yeah. which would have been, she's probably in her 20s, you know? So uh, she's about 55 years or 60 years too old for R. Kelly, but what are you going to do? I mean, do? you could be <laughs> never at any point in her life was she in R. Kelly's range. There is a lot you can bet on with the uh, Gladys Knight. Will any of the pips join her? In the anthem, they alive? Are they alive? I mean, that's I mean, a good question. Also, how would we know if it's one of the pips? We'll see. You know what I mean? Like, could it just be any woman? Like, you're like, I think that's one of the former pips. Like, yeah, that's Melanie. Like, it's Jamal I Anderson. No <laughs> oh boy, we can go real yeah, sidetrack yeah. with that one. The yeah. Dirty Bird, I think, is one of the props, right? That will a player do the Dirty Bird for a touchdown? I don't. I'm not. That's. Just because the game's in Atlanta, I don't think it really cares. If one of the guys was an Atlanta native, I think it's like if Deshaun Watson was in this game or Cam Newton, maybe they score and they do it because they're Atlanta guys. But I'm trying to think in this game, who that's big. Like Todd Gurley's not from Atlanta. He's from North Carolina, even though he's a Georgia Bulldog. I'm trying to think which of these players is maybe from there that they would kind of say, okay, like, you know, I'll do the Dirty Bird Mm because I liked Jamal Anderson when I was a kid or I heard about him and watched his tapes. There's not many guys in yeah. this game that I think are like born and bred, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Atlanta area guys. So probably not. You can bet on will she omit a word from the national anthem? Will well, she be it... wearing pants, shorts, or a dress and skirt? Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> showing a little. You know, it's Gladys Knight. Will she show off a little bit? I thought you meant will she be wearing pants? Like, like what else is she like? Okay, like that's an odd one to throw out there. Uh, well, let's talk about it. One fifty over under. Will she be wearing what? No, no, 150 the length. That's the bet in this national anthem. One How minute, long? 50 seconds. And I feel like they've shortened it because it had been over. I've seen in the last couple of years, it's been over two minutes and it's always been under. I've so never I think got they've this. gotten smarter. I've never got this right. I think I'm 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 on one of these. So I'm going to say over because I think it's going to go under. That, that's my whole premise here. So you yes. are going to bet both sides is what you're going to do. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to end up betting over. But I think it's going to go under because I've always been wrong. So now I expect to lose this bet and maybe I'll get lucky and win. So that's the way I'm playing this one. So technically, I think it's going under, but I'm going to bet the over. Are you going to bet on anything Adam Levine related halftime show? You can. I mean, this is no. where it gets freaky. What color shoes? No, I don't. I don't. I don't even want to. Honestly, there's halftime heat, which is the yeah, NXT hey, six-man hey, tag match true. that should be pretty fun. It's on YouTube or WWE Network. I care more about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little into NXT. A little bit. I like Velveteen Dream. He's pretty funny. Oh, Velveteen Dream's cool. I think NXT is, every time, it's a great show. I got to go to the TakeOver back in November. And chances are I'm not going to watch a lot of Adam Levine or whoever joins him at the halftime show. I know there's props like, will there be Christina Aguilera joining him because they're on The Voice together? Like, eh, I, I'd rather watch some wrestlers and oiling themselves up in tights for 20 minutes, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you pretty much said everything I need to hear from you about that. Uh, I didn't tell you how I'm going to watch it, just that I will. No, <laughs> no. If you're losing money in the first half, I don't even want to think about how you're going to be watching it. But Oh, my God, good, very good point. How about will any player throw the ball into the stands on a, as a touchdown celebration? That's plus 250. No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone What's the no, then? It. What's the no? Minus 300. Ah. If it was minus 200, I'd like it so much more. I find that hard to believe because I feel like guys look at the Super Bowl. Like, guys that generally thrown into the stands, 
it seems like it's almost like a disrespect thing or the game's over or it's one of those that like it might, might be a crowd that it would, I think it would happen on it. a defensive touchdown or like a special teams play would be the only way I would think something like that would happen yeah I guess if I if I With definitively the adrenaline just going nuts if I, not even thinking if I definitively knew if Marcus Peters would score a touchdown or not then I'd feel really good oh, about it oh he should have his own prop section where will his hand be when he scores the touchdown okay will he start a fight with Belichick if they win the game will he like punch somebody on the sidelines like that, that guy's that, a maniac but okay, if if there was that right now, will Marcus Peters throw a punch during this game? Yes, absolutely. I would take that. I would feel like you could set that at minus one fifty, and I'd still be down the bet. Yes. Yeah, of course. Especially if they're losing. I mean, if you'd see the live betting, it'd be like, all right, the Rams are losing. The Rams aren't going to win this. I know game. the South Point guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up my boy Chris Andrews and say, can you create a bet like that? Because they might not be able to. There might be some sort of law like we're not going to promote like a crime or something. But look, I mean, there's been there's been ways around bets before, so yeah. I, I like that. And I think Will Marcus Peters. It might not even be throw a punch. It will be Will Marcus Peters get a 15 yard personal foul penalty? Yes, all day. <laughs> yes on that one. That could be minus 650. I'm betting yes. As far as the MVPs of the game go, you can get plus 400 for any running back. You can get minus 250 for Brady or Goff. Like the value on any of those bets, or are you I thinking like, about something else? I don't like golf in this one. I also I don't like either. And, Aaron and, Donald is such a good story in that if he has a great game, and remember a few years ago, Von Miller won the MVP. Right. I, the, I, 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 I see him having that sort of game. Yes, but it's going to be difficult. There's going to need to be some set of circumstances. One of two things needs to happen one being a big defensive play resulting in a touchdown. And more likely what needs to happen is the offenses need to kind of be a little off on both sides. Well, remember what I said. Which is what happened in Denver, Carolina. Remember what I said. If the Rams win, I think it's a blowout. And if the Rams win in a blowout, this could be a 38-17 to win in which Aaron Donald forces two turnovers himself and has nine tackles and two and a half sacks. And all of a sudden, you know, he would garner that type of vote. Punching, we gotta have Sue. Talk to your boy about oh Sue. In the we need that. South Point needs to get on it and not get Sue punching, ejected. You know whatever he needs to do. A personal foul, a, per, a personal foul prop for Dominican Sue has to be negative odds. Like it has to be yeah, yeah. minus odds that he's yeah. gonna he's gonna take one. Imagine how much of a heel turn. Throwing back to wrestling, would it be if Sean McVay sends a Dominican Sue on the first drive out purposely? To knock Tom, out, Brady, knock out Tom Brady out of the game. And now it's, it's, I think it's still Hoyer, right? Hoyer's still the backup. <laughs> and he has to play the rest of that yeah. game. And McVay just goes total hill at the end of the game and goes, I, I, I play to win. So I play to win. That'd be He's hilarious. getting his ring, and it's Brian Hoyer yeah. that has to go and win that game. And I love that and game. And McVay just yeah. goes all in on the hill. And Laughing all, about what he did to the Saints. Dude. Sue would be banned for life. They would never let him play football in the NFL we'll again. But he would get a ring. Was Roger, has money. Roger Goodell. Well, for Tom Brady, they'd be like, all right, we're going to replay this game in May. This is unacceptable. <laughs> See, I've always, and, and this is why when the whole Greg Williams stuff happened, I didn't necessarily think it was, I didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time. And here's why. He got caught, like, recording, like, saying what he's saying. Yeah. There are so many coaches in all levels of sports. I mean, from youth sports up until NFL level that promote, you know, not hurting a guy, yeah. but they promote 
You know where his weakness is right now. Yeah, he has an injured yeah, yeah. hip. You You're right there. there. He has an injured knee. You hit him there. Now, the bounty part That's of it is what hurt. The, but, yeah. in, but, in rec- but in reality, that is not an uncommon thing. And I'll tell you right now, 100%. Greg Williams wasn't the only guy doing right. that. But it would not surprise me if you're a coach, if you say, if you get a clean shot at Brady, hit him below the belt. And if you get caught with it, we'll live with the 15 yards. Because if Brady, if you tackle him and you, in theory, hurt one of his legs or maybe really hurt him, it's probably a win for the Super Bowl. So, again, I, I hear I'm going heel here. I'm playing the, the mindset of, like, the James E. Cornette slash Jimmy Hart back in his late 80s, early 90s, Bobby Mouth Heenan, South, yeah. all that stuff, is you want, you want that W. You want to hold that gold. You want to hold that Lombardi. And if that means you send Indomitian Sue to be Indomitian Sue, are you saying Indomitian Sue is not going to sign up for it? Is it oh. off the record? Some coach walks up to him and goes, hey, if 12 goes down, you're getting that ring. And he goes, I got you. I'm good. The only bounty thing I disagree with is I do think it was as serious as advertised, given the Saints' reaction. They're an entire head coach a head coach got suspended for the entire season, and they didn't even appeal it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like they oh, just took the punishment. They knew they got caught. Williams was banned for the NFL for a while until he replied for reinstatement. By so. the way, is he? Is, I actually should know this, but I don't. Has any Jets. team? The Jets yeah. have him now as a DC. Mm-hmm. So it's Gase. And- I mean, he'll, he would never be. After the Bounty Gate thing, do you think he'd ever be a head coach again? This was his chance. Like This is the hottest he'd ever been. I he wasn't even interviewed. Him. I think your Browns were smart for not hiring him, but it wouldn't have shocked me if somebody said, he did such a great job. Let's give him a second chance. So, by the way, I'm clicking right now what's called fun slash novelty props. I'm almost afraid where this goes. So okay. We'll see. Yeah, let's. Uh, oh, MVP think first. What are these FBI agents knocking on the door for? Dude, okay, here's something. MVP think first. Get... I'm going to have you guess what these odds are right now. And, and maybe you've already looked. No, I, I haven't, but. But here we go. Teammates. What's the odds? If, if the MVP thinks his teammates first. Now, I'm going in order, meaning these are like. In order. Teammates is first, so it's so the it's lowest. The, okay, so that would probably be plus two something. Two plus, tw- plus 160. Okay. God. God's probably plus 250. 175. Wow, really? Does not thank anyone or mention any on the list. 700? Plus 400. <laughs> Family. That's that's after plus 450. It's, it's actually still 400. It's more likely. <laughs> Coach. Five. 600. Okay, okay. you're, you're, you're yeah. doing better at this. Okay. Fans slash city. Now, does this include the fans at the game slash the city of Atlanta? I feel like this literally means the fans of the team slash the city where they're from. I, I think this might be the best value bet, and I'd say plus 750. You're so close. Be- 800. Because what if you get the mic and just go, LA, we did it. <laughs> like, that has to count. I would demand my yeah, money. Yeah, right. Do you have to say, like, do you I want to say thank thanks, or do you so just much. go LA? I we think did. you're good there. I yeah. think it's almost uh-huh. more of a shout out. Owner. Now, Tom Brady would probably throw it. Tom Brady first. wins. No way, first. I don't maybe. I would put this over a thousand. I'd put this I'd put this like ten fifty. Eight hundred. Okay. And then the last one. Yeah. And this is great. The and president. this would be total hill turn. The president. No. Referees. <laughs> oh. Wow. If you thank the refs. Uh, two thousand. Because didn't that happen yeah. in the last one? They kind of joked in yeah. the NFC Championship game, and we're thinking the refs. Girl, yeah, the Instagram. Plus 2000. five thousand. <laughs> that would be a fun bet to just throw like five dollars on, just because if they hit it, you win two hundred fifty bucks. Like, are, that would be pretty sweet. Are you gonna do Gatorade color at all? You get into that? I've done it before. I think I actually won the first time I did it, and then 
I haven't won since, but uh, I don't know. It's always such it's such a BS bet. Like I almost feel like I'd rather do something. Like, Gatorade to me is not fun. You know, like some of these props are more fun. Gatorade, it's like even if you, he douses him with orange, it's like okay, yeah. so it's four to one. Like it's two, not that cold. Two years ago, I went on a real cold streak during the Patriots comeback. Uh, Super Bowl lost a lot of props. One of my worst performances, but I did hit Giselle over how many times they showed Giselle? her. Oh my god! Hit over. <laughs> now I don't know whether I should be just like that's that never happened or be bragging. By about the way, if Tom Herman that. was in this game oh. and the coach, what would be his Gatorade bath color? If you know what I mean, it would be. It's clear. All right, two twenty-five. It's clear. All right, and it uh, might be a Giselle's, couple Asian women. Giselle's one and a half. <laughs> what does he think? First, let me tell you. There's one and a half times Giselle. Welcome. Giselle has shown. There are uh, a couple other bets I just want to run through here. Will they mention the greatest show on turf? Will they say the phrase greatest of all time? That's pretty much even money. I, Romo I does say it. The greatest show on turf, they will. I feel pretty confident that that will get mentioned. Will they mention the age gap in Belichick and McVeigh? Yeah, I, I well, see how specific are you going? Well, well, what if they mention at one point they mention McVeigh's age, and then at another point they mention Belichick's, but not back to back? I'm going to say if this was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, I'd feel really good that they would do that one. Because those guys Al are Michaels the old had veterans. to have made money on, on some of these props. Like he had to scam some people, like, okay, right? Because yeah, he's in those meetings with these guys. And Al Michaels can literally just say to Collinsworth, like, if Collinsworth has any sort of secrets, which I don't know, I'm just guessing there's one or two that Michaels knows about. Michaels might throw him out there and be like, hey, I really need you to say greatest show on turf tonight. Please, if you can. Can you say this? Where, where, where are the Tony Romo ones? Because I want to get... If you can find me Romo's, I, I want to go through... He says goat a lot, and that's where it'd be kind of tricky because are they going to give you credit for just saying that's why he's the goat? I think I heard him say it. I think that the Chiefs gave. Uh, yeah, dude, this, this is, there's some fun ones here. It's going to be hard to just pick out 10. Uh, what happens first in Aaron Donald's sack or Tom Brady interception? I actually Even think money. Brady might throw Even an interception early. So... I would lean towards saying probably and they're going to double pick. Donald so much in this game. So you say that though, but then a lot of teams this year have done the thing where they doubled Sue just based on the fact that Sue's bigger and stronger, and then you hope that Donald can kind of get shuffled to the outside and away from the play. So it's more of a scheme thing, but you are seeing a lot of teams. Probably, I remember breaking down video of this week 13, week 14 during this year, and we were looking for plays where they doubled Sue or Donald and. Most of the teams were doubling Sue at that time. Well, more prop bets here on Running With The Money. Kent Brown, Mitch Michaels, Super Bowl show. I told you I like cross sports bets. Oh, cross, cross sports. Okay. Cross. I thought you were saying something else. Sports bet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I told you that. Not. A good point. It's what I've told you. It's not what you know. It's what I wasn't you judging. And We've all had a night or two, you know? Yo, I know in your case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I really like this one. Gother told you about that? What will be hockey? <laughs> it was the second worst thing in that story. Yeah, the lack of respect is definitely the worst. The one I really like, got to work in a hockey bet. I like, as much as I do like Gronk, I'm going to take over Connor McDavid goals against the Canadians versus Gronk's touchdowns. I like McDavid to score more against him. Montreal team that I see Brock getting in the end zone. He probably scores at least one, but what are the odds in that? What are you looking at? 120 each way. Okay. So, yeah. A little something. Canadians are a borderline wild card team. He's yeah. the, the the cream of the crop in the NHL. Um, some basketball bets. That's usually where they 
where they go, what will be higher, Steph Curry made three-pointers or Brandon Cook's receptions? I've already told you about Cook, so I'm going to go Curry on that one. Wink, wink. Uh, so many. So many good <laughs> so many good ones you can bet. College basketball, you can talk about what will be higher, girly rushing guards or Tiger Woods' first round ki- uh, score, not kills, score. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Wait, is it Tiger Woods? Yeah. Not even playing this week. What? 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 At Masters. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, I was about to say. I was like, that. I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm fairly certain. In fact, I'm a hundred percent certain. You have to wait. Though. See, then you have to wait so long for that Dude, bet to pay out. Anybody who makes that bet is just a dumb better. <laughs> Why are you making a bet that you can't? Like, you have to bet half of it now, and then wait, and then do math to figure out that okay, it's now early April. We'll see if I can get my thirty dollars. Don't do that. How about the yeah, Knicks win total in 2019 versus Brady completions? Yeah. Like, then you have to watch the Knicks. Like, here's one. Like, Dustin Johnson's fourth-round score versus Robert Woods' receiving yards. Well, okay. We are just so if bringing Robert, in all the party so, animals so to this Ro- show. So if Robert Woods, let's just say for – or actually, I'll throw DJ out first. So if Dustin Johnson shoots, it's waste management. You're probably looking at a roughly a 67 on the last day. For, for Dustin Johnson. So, oh, that's also, is that also Masters? Oh, no. No, that's his Saudi International. I was going to say, what he's not playing this that? week. we we got to find stuff where it's this week. Here's a weird one. And I don't even know. What, this, this almost feels like it's a, uh, uh, you've seen the movie Casino, right? Right. Like right. Ace Rothstein special or something here. Listed player must play. New Hampshire versus Maine NCAA basketball. New Hampshire points. <laughs> Or minus ten and a half against James White receiving yards. What I the better heck? have an inside man. Like that better be point shaving if I'm gonna make that. Well, I guess they are a New England area team, so maybe there are main people who are fans of both. But come up with a better way of living your life. Oh, if yeah. that's the bet if that's the bet you made, you might you might want to consider drugs as a better overall substance right. of your day. Because clearly, clearly your mind's not in the right place and you might as well just go go a different route. If that means losing your wife, kids, and family, and Mess. whatever else, yeah. so be it. I mean, like Artie Lang said, you just got to just live your life. <laughs> there should be an over-under on will Artie Lang be alive by the end of this game, and you're looking at like... Talk about what's higher, McDavid Gold. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at minus 160 on that one. I hate... I, yeah. Man, did I tell you that uh, he's ineligible? He's been disqualified from a lot of death pools? <laughs> it's a shame. Has I do. Really? I mean, he gets. I hope he gets better. Does that actually course. happen? Uh, they disqualify people for certain circumstances. Right. One being old age, and one being that if they think it's most likely. Yeah, but you got to keep them in. Random. Yeah, but that's where it's fun. That man, I don't know. Like, if you found out right now that he was in your death pool, like as a participant playing the game too. You know what's sad <laughs> is, I'm probably, big Artie Lang fan too. I know you. This are is as what's well. also probably sad is I'm probably only about three phone calls away from making it that I can probably watch the Super Bowl with Artie Lang. <laughs> And it's just like, that would be one of the weirder experiences Three phone calls, ever. but one of those is going to involve corroborating evidence at a later date. Oh, good point. So That's I would point. just, you know, hey. we wish him well. Hope he, hope he turns it around. But Here's a cool one. How about this? And we should take this one way or another because it's either minus 110 or minus 120. Paul George, shortest. So Paul George points versus the shortest made field goal in the game. Paul George is minus one and a half. So let's just say for argument's sake, Paul George has a really good game and he's at 30. Mm-hmm. That means minus one and a half. That means the field goal then. It has to be less than 30. It's plus one and a half. Oh, so yeah. you can get it up to 32 
There's probably going to be a red zone fill goal in this game, right? Yeah, that's not a bad one. I I, I hate involving basketball in this because the NBA is kind of wacky. And you never yeah, know that's not really happen. your go-to sport. Uh, no, I mean, I just think it's, it is a player-driven lead, and they can just say, I don't want to show up today, or I want to just destroy this team. What do you think about the zero or one-yard touchdown? Will there be one in this yes. game? Yes. Yeah. Pretty confident about what that? What are the odds on that? I'm going to pull it up. I was going to also – yeah, Let's was, do it. The I think it's on this one. Will there be oh, will there be a blocked field goal plus eight hundred? No, no, no. Even but a that's little. a fun one to bet, right? Blocked. See, that's a fun one. one if you're together with like ten buddies and you each throw ten dollars on it or twenty. Then it's a great bet to make because if it happens, it's like being at a craps table, already having solid money down on the roll and hitting that seven or eleven, and you're just gonna you're like you know I hit the seven. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what you want. So you don't want that 2, 3, or 12. Minus so, 170 on yes, 0 or 1 yard, plus 150 for I, no. I think it's a pretty easy bet. I feel like minus 170. That might be one of my more locks of the week. Like, no, there's not going to be a blocked field goal. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the 0 or 1 yard touchdown. Oh, what's minus the blocked field goal one? Plus 800. No, but, what, no, but what's the minus? I think it's 1,200. I, think oh, I thought you meant minus 170. I was no, going to say that 1250. would be like, No, I know. Oh, okay. Come on. Um, there was the third. I don't like the percentages. Third down conversion. That's too much math. I don't want to have to be like, all right, we got to get two out of the next. Good three point. Yeah. Third downs. And then yeah, you have to start looking stuff up, like how many yeah, times. Is this like happened? I'm probably drunk watching this game. I don't want to think about math at that point. Um, Who will have more? There was another one. I got to tell you one of my favorite bets in this game, and, and uh, from a from a long shot standpoint, like. There's bets that we know that aren't smart, but you want to think this one has a chance. Plus 700, will this game be tied at halftime? Plus 700. Yeah, I mean, see, that that's one, though. That number's there for a reason, meaning that probably seems like a fun Baiting one. Baiting me in, yeah. But I bet if you looked into that, that, like, their, their odds there are so much in their favor. Like, it's probably one that, in theory, you're going to be at a losing, like, you go, ah, seven out of, you know, well, one the, every seven it would happen. And then you look and it's one every 12. There's people like, oh, that bet crap. overtime in the Super Bowl every year. You know, it finally happened two years ago. Right. It had never happened How about before. this? Marc-Andre Fleury against the Florida Panthers. This is a real bet. I'm not making this yeah. up. Marc-Andre Fleury saves. And this is actually a Saturday game against the Rams total points. Now, the Panthers are not very good. So it's not like they're going to be getting 40 shots. But let's say the Panthers get 30 shots on goal. They're minus one and a half against the Rams points. That's kind of interesting. That's not a bad one. You can do the wire wire to wire victory, yes, no's. No, I doubt yeah, it. Let's go no on either team, minus 145. Ooh, I like that. That's good. Dude, you can that's do both, too, right? That's some value in that one. But do you have to actually get the winner now, or is it just straight up? You just you bet no. You bet no on both. You can do individual teams. Okay. okay. And that skews things, obviously. But, yeah, put no for 145. All you need is one lead change. It's golden. It's another good one I like. And there was another one that I like as well. Could be a fun one. Will there be an onside kick attempt? Yes, plus 170. At any point in the game. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I doubt it. yes on that one. Because I feel like... We can get into that situation where a team gets desperate early like the Rams and they realize they have to do it. Or you get – that's where the backdoor cover just screws the everybody. Rams didn't do the Rams did the fake punt. Yeah. 
So that's Johnny Hecker pass completion right, thing is another one. That's the other bet. Will three people throw passes in this game? The over-under on how many people will complete passes is two. That's probably, yeah. That's actually probably, and last year it happened. Well, last year it was four. Yeah. So that went way over then. Uh, yeah, I would say that one of these teams, was there a Philly special bet in terms of will the announcers reference Philly special or something like that? We got to find announcers ones because I want to kind of go into this whole Nance. Romo it's like thing. Romo. Will he say? Will the will the phrase Romo Damas ever be said on the broadcast? Will he yeah. say, "Here we go"? The odds are actually in favor Ooh. for that one. Mm, he probably will say that a bunch. Do you think the Patriots or any team will he throw? <laughs> will he throw a slur out there? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say no. Will but he condone uh, drug usage? I don't know. It depends on what you mean by drugs. Yeah, right. If he says something about like. If they're sponsored by Pepsi and he throws in a Pepsi reference, that's technically caffeine, which a, is a drug. I'm a Coke so. guy myself, and then I'm like, that's a technicality. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, type of either, Coke? well, either team Speaking score. Speaking of. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not a video podcast. I know you don't believe me, but Kent did not just stop to do drugs. No. No team. No, I did not. Will either team. Will either team. These allergies in here. This is asbestos in here. we got to fix. Will the Patriots or Rams be a team that scores in all four quarters. Thinking about that. That's one. a weird one because that's honestly one like even as you're sweating as, either way. As well like, as you know no these way teams, you're comfortable. As well as you know these teams, or you might be a diehard of either. That's a hard one to know or have really have a good understanding of because to score in every quarter, like it seems like it would be a yes, like oh if this game's high scoring for sure. But that all, sometimes that means you just don't score on two drives and then that's it. You know. You might not necessarily need to score. Like you can put up 35 points in a game and not score in a quarter pretty easily. So, I don't know. I would avoid that one. Largest lead in the game? Now, there's two options, 16.5 and 14.5 or over-unders. Will either team have a lead that big in this game? I'm going to say no because I'm going with the route that the Patriots win close, and I think that they trail early and then they come back. So do you go for it then? Or do you, do you, cause, cause I don't they're think they baiting, trail by 15 But they're 16. baiting you with that two-point swing because no is plus 120 for 14.5. 16.5, it's minus 130. So there's I would say, play it safe, yeah, go, go no. 16.5, play yeah. it safe. Yeah, probably at that point. Yeah, because yeah, at that point, that's a solid three possessions. Field goal in the fourth quarter, no minus 160, or plus 160, yes. Minus 185, a field goal. I'd go yes, but again, you're trying to find value. That's not a great value bet. Will either team score a two-point conversion? Yes, plus 210. Yeah, I like yes. I like yes. that. I, I do. Oh, I can see one of them going forward in the first half. Like just saying like, remember the Pats a couple years ago, were they two for two or three for three? Like they were money on two-point conversions when they had to be. I could see the Rams or Pats easily here's, going for it. Yeah, here's a bet that Especially this is this is not guaranteed anymore. This is a bet that I would just call my lock of the par uh, of the prop bets. You're not going to get the best odds, but not the worst in terms of just big picture. Will both teams score a touchdown in the first half? Yes, is God yes. minus two twenty. Yes. lock it in right. Dude. I mean two, minus two twenty. I know it's not. I'm making up that right now. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? Will both teams score at least one touchdown? It doesn't have to be half. offense either. It could even be a half. defense. That's all this says. Dude, minus 220? How is that not minus 600? I don't get it's that. It's minus 1,500 for the full game for both teams, wow. but even then yeah. I feel like you should. Well, <laughs> clearly, I mean, yeah, that. anytime you're making a prop bet for minus 1,500, 
You better know something. <laughs> that is a ballsy. If you're just doing because how much money? Like, are you putting down a hundred fifty thousand to win ten thousand? It's just it the odds. Are, the odds are just so bad in your it favor at that happen. point. Uh, yeah, yeah, minus two twenty. I love it. I feel like that's uh, a, is that that's a good bet. That's yeah. probably the one I like the most out of all of these, except for the one I, I referenced earlier that I won't mention anymore. Yeah, we're not going to say that anymore. This is uh, it was up until today a uh, Queen lyrics podcast, but well, I feel is. like they're going to. Uh, we'll is. see. Uh, you'll see. It depends on if you win your. We can uh, do an all types of. If you win your Gothard coin toss bet, it sounds like he has a lot more riding on it than you do. Yeah, I'll be I'll be texting him later about uh, that. He's going. He's going heads. I gotta go tails. Come on, come on, Gothard. What are you thinking? Are we doing? We got to do the money maker bet though. We got to come up with something. What's we'll the something ones he out. loved again? He just mentioned Rams money line and heads. We can get him on well, something else. Yeah. Well, let's see if he backs us on the first half touchdown one. In fact, I'm going to text him right now. Maybe we'll get an answer before this. But oh, we could even find something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could find that's something if one. we like anything. That is a good one. Because by know. halftime, it's a win or loss. It really is. I love those type of bets where you're just strutting around <laughs> for the second half. Oh, saying, strutting. Got it. Kent's watching uh, halftime heat with no pants on. Styling we all won. Profiling. <laughs> Woo! A couple more before we wrap this up. Three straight scores by either team. No. Plus one sixty for no. Yeah, I'm gonna say no because I think the whole game, not three straight scores. Three straight. So yeah, it could be field goal, safety, touchdown, you name it. Any team scoring three straight, and that doesn't obviously include an extra point after. Uh, So it has to be on separate possessions. No, no, no. I, I I don't think so. So I like the plus odds there. Don't love it, but I like it. Yeah, I'm more on the yes, just because well, I think Brady's going to have a run in it, and it usually does happen. Um, definitely think it happened last year with the Eagles when they got out and, into a kind of a comfortable lead. Yeah, that was a weird one. Really? I feel like if they played that game ten times, it's only like that maybe two out of the ten, if that. It just seemed like the type of game where both defenses just, eh, are you taking off? Yeah. Are you taking off? Yeah. Okay, cool. Will there be a D or special team score in the game? Yes, plus 200. No, minus 240 only. They're baiting you. I wonder what the odds are in this game, but what, I feel like it happens. What are the odds again? Plus 200, yes. No, minus 240. Ooh, I'd probably lean towards a yes. Wow. I feel like I the feel odds like are lean about. towards yes. What do you think it happens? Like once every three years, two years? Last year there know. wasn't. I'd have to think Falcons about game there was. There's been safeties a few times in the last decade. Yeah. And then the Broncos had one a few years ago. Well, that's ago, score so. TD. Safety doesn't count. We're talking just touchdowns. Oh, it's just touchdowns, so it's yeah. not any points. Yeah, I still kind of feel like there will be. I'll, I'll go yes. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I really do like that one. We can talk Rams over under and sex, by the way, is only as a team. And minus sex? Four. Sex. Oh, I thought you said and sex. And I'm sex. Like, They're over What's under. the over under and sex? Well, we all remember Eugene Robinson, right? I mean, this is a, my favorite Super Bowl story ever. In, uh, in Miami, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gets the humanitarian award and hey. then gets caught with somebody. There's nothing about being more human than getting down and dirty. Just ask Warren Sapp. But one and a half, one and a half. Yeah, game. just don't film it and then try to. You just got to pay your bill. That's yeah. all that taught me. Exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, that's one where you just have to suck it up and pay. Well said. One and a half, one and a half for Rams total sacks in the game. That's it. What? Wait, yeah. so the over under is one and a half for the Rams for total, total sacks. Over. Yeah, over. Minus one forty five. Yeah, over. Like that one too. Yeah, man. Um 
I think Donald alone gets minimum one. So that means the entire rest of the team, assuming he doesn't do it by himself, just needs one more. And then if it's half, it's a push. Well, I guess you can't really just get a half. It's going to be either one or two. Yeah, yeah I, I feel pretty good about that over. Overtime is plus 800 again. No. No. Not feeling OT again. No. I mean, there has been – I will say that the overtime does seem like a shot in the dark, but I do also think that it's been kind of unlucky in the grand scheme of football that there has only been one. Think of all the close games that could have gone Also, anywhere. Saints people, shut up. Two weeks ago, you weren't screwed. It was a, it was a bad – it was a missed call. However, two things. One <laughs> – we can't start reviewing non-calls, especially they, they judgment might, calls. They might. I, I know you That's disagree. A terrible not, idea. I'm just. They might do in that, that. In that case, you can almost call. You can almost go back on every play then and find a penalty. You got to find out what can be reviewed, and I also think. I think mm. the bigger thing is look. The bigger thing to me is it was a terrible call, and yes, no, no it wasn't a call argue, though. That's it a was thing. a terrible non-call. There's two refs staring at it. The argument of yes, that does in theory end the game most likely. Uh, how, about, how about you don't kick two field goals right. in the first quarter? But there's how been about, no the bigger thing is the there's ball no accountability time? with these officials. This this is this is one in a series of a lot of incidents this year. Yeah, but they make mistakes the same way players and coaches and everyone else makes mistakes. So if you have a bad defensive call as a D coordinator, there's a, you make a mistake. If you miss a tackle, you make a mistake. If you're a head coach, Chiefs and you decide D coordinator to messes up, has a bad game against the Patriots gets let go I want that same kind of accountability the Browns Browns Chargers game there was a missed false start not getting paid millions of dollars either though I I mean but there's there's zero accountability very little I shouldn't say zero but very little accountability and we saw it in the commissioner's statements today when he wouldn't just say hey it was it was a mistake we're going to get better no way is perfect but instead he said we understand why Saints fans are frustrated how about this Drew Brees when you get the ball you don't throw that pass when you're getting hit and I get it. I get it. Near midfield. I get it. They Both lost that game. Both things can be game. true. They had many chances to win the game, yeah. and they blew it. But that was that was terrible. Wait, are you for, by the way, because this is sort of a sidetrack, but I think it's an important football conversation. Are you for the ability for teams to review a non-call? In certain circumstances, I'm absolutely open to it, yes. Where how, where does that end, then? How, That's how, what... Is so, it only... Okay, so, okay, under the They do it in hockey. They do it in... Now they're doing it in basketball. When they call safe and out in baseball, I mean it's infiltrated every sport. I know the purity of it. Yeah, I don't. But at I this guess I don't point, really like it in any of the sports. Yeah, I know. But where does do, it end is a good question. How many chances? I mean, this is what they get paid to figure out: is what's the right amount? What what can you review? What's the penalty if you get it wrong? But yeah, but can't then okay in that case though, because you're saying hockey though, but they don't review a potential so, like. There's certain penalties in hockey that are judgment calls. They're not reviewing those. Like, they're not breaking that down. And in basketball... Offsides is... No, but offsides, yeah. offsides is a clear... Okay, goaltender interference. Judgment call. Well, technically... You can look at the rule book and it, it well, says certain things, but we've seen enough hockey. Yeah, no, I, I played yeah. goalie for yeah. nine years. I get that. Yeah. But here's the thing with that is, at least under that circumstance, you see the player, does he interfere? And it's usually pretty clear-cut. With football, though, in, in reality, and see, this is where hockey has more of an argument with this than basketball or even baseball. Basketball is, in by theory, not a contact sport. When there's mm-hmm. contact, it's supposed to be a foul most of the time. Baseball, clearly not a contact sport. Mm-hmm. You're not really running into other right. players very often. Hockey, you are. So there is that element of some, some gray area. With football, though, 
there could be holding on every play that's missed. Are we going to start a – Right. Are we no, and that's where I think we figure out how what How many the, guys are taught to slightly grab the receiver when they're running So would you say like field? false start then that doesn't get called when that shouldn't technically be a judgment call? We saw it in a couple college bowl games. Well, There's a lot this year. We saw the Steelers Chargers this yeah. year on a Sunday night right. when they missed Should a that pretty be, good one. But at least that is, you can see it's a false start. Right. It's more, I still don't want it. I, I just think. Pass interference is always such, it's a hit or miss thing because if you break it, especially in slow motion, maybe what they need to start start doing on these replays is only in world speed. You don't see yeah, anything good, in slow that's motion. That's a good point. Because when you start breaking things down in slow motion, everything. Like how did the Edelman play get overturned exactly. from whatever the call on the field that's was? Good, and that's why they're already messing up a <laughs> lot of true. these calls. So why, why do we think they're going to do a lot better with these regards. You I, know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like it's funny when you meet somebody who's like a conspiracy theorist yeah. and they bring up all these conspiracies, but then their way to supplement their argument is by bringing up like government numbers. Like, well, according to the FBI, they said this. It's like, well, hold up. You're saying those same people are the ones covering the it up, FBI, yeah. but then you're saying there. So wait, hold up, dude. You can't have it both ways. That's like the people that go, we need to have more calls because they're messing it up. So right. the same people that are messing up everything else are now going to be better at not messing up more mess ups. My, seems seems my, a little flawed. My prediction for where I think this might go is an NHL type system where you have it. You have a governing body, green room, control room. That's like, all right, we got to review this from. That's better. That's where, and I that's think that'd be a better. good compromise for a play like that. Where's it going to be headquartered? Because if it's in LA, there's going to be people. Yeah, you already heard off four of the officials of LA. How did they not and, talk about it though? That's the one thing I didn't understand. Was you mean to tell me? And they'll talk. They do now, and I don't have a problem with this. To pick up a flag, hey, what did you see? What that's there was no yeah, discussion. They get together and talk. Of that's course. what that's that's what confused me about that. Oh, it's play. a mess up. There's no doubt yeah. about that. So, I, but um, also with the official stuff, it's funny. Like four of them are from a, LA, and this now maybe they especially like they're going to high five the players yeah, after yeah. Rams. Also, also the other thing too is like we live here in LA. You have neighbors all around your apartment here. I have neighbors. How many of our neighbors like even can name five Los Angeles Rams? No, and know? I know that the like, Rams fans are getting defensive about like, oh, well, you're making it seem like we don't have fans. There are real fans here. The city is big. The team did just get here, just come back here. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of Rams fans, but there's a lot of people in this town that don't really, you know, they're going to go on with their lives. Um, but speaking of prop bets, that's minus, I think, 300. Or no, it's plus what 300 is? that they're going to show the replay, the non-call. Oh, they have to. I feel like they have to so, show that. Could be something. Unless there's an ultimatum down from higher ups. But I think with the whole thing about the refs too is like you bring up the whole thing like, well, they're, they're from here, they're from there. Ultimately, it's why don't they just, instead of putting these all-star crews together in overtime or in playoffs, stick with the same crews that do it all year. Meaning you don't, you shouldn't have a guy who's now a line judge and a guy that's an umpire that was a head referee or was a back judge. And now, hey, because you were a great back judge – now you're going to become a side judge. Like, wait, what? Stick, Kind of stick with the same crews, and I think you'll see continuity because when you start putting together these all-star crews, these guys don't know each other. They don't work with each other week in and week out, and I think that actually hurts a lot of these crews. Like, like you mentioned, they get together and they talk. When you have an all-star group of its guys who were the best at their certain positions, and now they're flip-flopping positions during the playoffs, or they're not with a comfortable crew where they know all these guys, it's a little bit harder to have that quick conversation. Yeah, and as my dad has been saying a lot, he thinks there needs to be more youth in this. A lot of these guys are in their 60s, expected to run and keep up with a lot of these guys. Your dad, though, also <laughs> thinks that the JFK was a... Didn't want to have to edit out anything in this podcast. <laughs> Might have to make an exception. 
Okay. I, uh, I, I touched the soft spot, <laughs> and it is in fact JFK. I, I don't. I don't understand the JFK slander. Like you know. I don't know why your dad. Bobby. It now, is Bobby. On the other hand. Oh yeah, Bobby. What a scumbag. Uh, any other ones? Any, well, I mean, let's just be honest there. Any other props we like? There's race to ten points. There's other ones. I'm gonna say right now because we we brought up presidents. Anything Trump related, I feel like is probably a no or an avoid because I just cannot imagine like there's props. Will he be there? Will there be some sort of like I saw the one about like will he serve the team fast food or for whoever wins the way he did Clemson? Eh, why well, bet on that? I feel like you can find more fun props than going with the president stuff. You know, in terms of I don't care what he serves them at the White House. He probably won't be there, but anything that's related to the president, I feel like I'd probably just avoid. Longest, yeah, I agree with that. First, uh, longest touchdown in the game is 50 and a half yards. Longest play from scrimmage. I couldn't find Probably the, an over. I like that. I couldn't find the overall scoring play prop. I don't see it listed last year. It's total yardage of it. Last year, it was a fun one. It was like 79 and a half. Wait, wait, wait. What is this Total one yardage of every scoring play. Oh, of every... And it usually takes a big one. And last year, it was 79 and a half. That had to go over, right? On the last touchdown, it went over. Oh, my God. So, that was always fun. It usually takes a big one. Two years ago, I think we did it as well. And Alford's interception, just it was over in the first half because he had mm-hmm. that long interception. Return. Good point. Uh, last one I want to talk to you about, first touchdown for either team. That's always a fun one. Sprinkle one, maybe two on players you like. For the okay. Rams, I'll go through some odds for you. I'll do like the top six or so, and then if you have any more, you can ask. Rams, Gurley, plus 275. Anderson, plus 500. Cooper Cup. <laughs> Anderson's actually third. It's Robert Woods at second at plus 450. Brandon Cook's plus 600. Josh Reynolds at plus 800. Golf himself, plus 1,600. What about, what about tight end? Is there an Everett in there maybe? Yeah, or? plus 1,000. I could see a tight end. Big B plus a thousand. See, to me, with these type, you want to do one of the longer shots. Man, I got screwed uh, don't two want years to do ago. The I took Martellus Bennett on the Patriots mm. when they were getting killed. So it's like, oh, let's see what happens. And I remember the play vividly. He's open in the corner, and Brady checks it down, and James White mm. scores. So. Yeah. Uh, but those are always fun bets. For the Patriots, it is leading the charge. Sony Michelle at plus. Let me pull up his. That's probably who it is. Plus 275. Gronk is plus 500. Edelman plus 550. James White's plus 600. Burkett plus 800. It goes down from there, but I do think the Patriots give you the more chance for anything random happening. Of course. they could go to a lot of different uh, It could odds. be like a third-string running back or something. Or Devlin, the fullback. Could be what's Brady. his? Like what's Devlin's? That dude yeah. can get a one-yard carry. Devlin is plus 2,500. Brady's plus 1,400 for a sneak as well. Tell me that wouldn't be fun to throw 10 bucks on Devlin. We hit the fullback 2, bet. 2,500? Man, that's, that's kind of a fun one. Cordero Patterson plus 1,200 as well. You he's don't know where he's going to line up. And you know where he's he's another one I, threw, I, I said earlier on the shovel pass? He's a perfect candidate for, for one of those shovel passes. And what's his odds, Patterson? 1,200. And you know our boy Solly, who's out there in Atlanta, will be thrilled if he's in Atlanta and a Tennessee Vol scores a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I'm sure if we called Solly right now, he'd be able to tell us exactly the last time it's happened. But I don't remember the last time a Tennessee Vol scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. It's been a while, right? I assume it has. I, yeah, that's a tough Peyton one. Peyton Manning threw some, but he wasn't. I don't think he ran one in. I wonder what Solly's doing right now. 
It's Do probably you? got syrup involved. Waffle House is incorporated in the mix. <laughs> Drink, maybe, if you really go down. Oh, I got to tell you about, I mean, off the air, off the air about my Alabama trip last week. But uh, let's just say, was there a night that we drove into New Orleans and went to Bourbon Street? Yes, there was. Yeah, Sully, if he's not running into garage doors, is a great guy to be around and uh, just a great, great sports and football mind. Oh, he's, he's one of the best. Sully's Who shut that garage door, actually? It was somebody who was kind of a he's kind of a dick. That's all I'll say. I mean, it was it was a guy who clearly probably shouldn't have been there at that time, and certainly should have apologized, which I don't think he's ever done. It was a long story. Actually, it was a short story. Very true. Um, okay, it starts with a K. That's all I'll say. <laughs> How come he didn't punch you in the stomach, though? Kirkpatrick, Kent, similar. You're right. Yeah. Well, part of it was he was down on the ground, so. That's still an all-timer. For those of you that don't know, I hope you have a laugh this year in 2019. As hard as the laugh I had and Mitch had when we saw the video of our friend. Yeah, it's funny enough when your friend runs into a garage door that's slowly shutting that everybody can hear because he's just diddling on his phone. And you see it like if it's a slow motion. You think it's like a in, a movie, in a movie where there's the slow motion incident where you see like the shot, like in Godfather 3, you see... Uh, uh, Mary Corleone bleeding and all that and it's like all slow motion and sad that's how it felt in that moment to us we're like oh, this is this gonna happen this isn't gonna happen this is gonna happen boom and then it's like it happened and not only that but to know that your friend whose house you're at has a security camera in that spot and you could see video of it that was yeah I think you said that was the hardest you'd laughed in a long time Dude, it really was I was I was that was it was awesome. It really was. That video is one of the funniest things I've seen, and I've seen some funny stuff. So I'll you know I'll leave it at that. But we got again that prop. I like James White just to put a bow on this. Of all the first to score, plus six hundred. St. Thomas Aquinas High School, Fort Lauderdale. Here's trivia for you. Who else went there? When he was in high school. Who was his other running back that he played with at St. Thomas Aquinas? Is he playing in this game? Or no? Not playing in this game, but I, he he's been an NFL player. I'll say he's a. I'll give you. I'll, I'll no, give you a clue. I know this. He plays in the AFC, and he went to the University of North Carolina. He plays in the AFC. He went to North Carolina, and he's a running back. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Gio Bernard. Gio. Okay. They were they were high school teammates. That was their one two connection. And then they were. Is that beast. where Michael Irvin went? Michael Irvin went there. At the time, Chris Carter was their wide receivers coach. His son, Deron Carter, was a receiver for that team. They were. I saw them play Denard Robinson, Deerfield Shoe Beach Ace. High School, like number one versus like number five in high school football that year. And I believe St. Thomas Aquinas beat them 66 to nothing. And Denard Robinson might have had 30 yards of total offense. Wow. It was insane how good that team was. Wow. Marcus Joyner, safety there. I mean, they were just. Loaded from front to from top to bottom. The Bosa's ended up playing there later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a factory. Well, if there's an over under on how many people we're going to mention on this podcast with some drug issues in their past, we flew over it. Who? <laughs> Who? Michael Irving? You saying? Michael Irving. Oh. Some Tom, oh, Herman, Carter. Re- Tom Herman references. Hey, Chris South Carter. Florida man. I mean, Chris Carter, Artie Lang. What do you expect? R. Kelly, Gladys Knight. Sean no, McVay, I don't know about Gladys Sean Knight. Mc- we're not even going to get the McVeigh and Goff. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, right. the stories we can tell about... I mean, hey, you, you don't have a Russian girlfriend like that that's <laughs> that hot if you're not doing something, right? 
Or maybe she does it and he just pays for it. Whatever. I don't know what's going on there. I know I saw the Bleacher Report. Uh, this is my life in coaching. And like everyone, I'm like, oh, this is cool. That ends with him just making out with a random Russian girl before anyone knew who she was. Like, okay. Good on him. Got to live in Encino, apparently. Is that where they live? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Encino is surprisingly one of the more like upscale, nicer areas here that people just don't ever bring up. Because it's cheaper. You get more bang for your buck in the valley than you do like Beverly yeah. Hills or Brentwood. Yeah. But it's also kind of, you know, it's, it's it's a little bit out there. So good on him. Our old pal, Dave Damashek, Encino guy. Wow. Bucky Brooks, who I work with. Yeah. Encino guy. Well, maybe he's Tarzan. I might, it might be right on that border. Yeah. But uh, And then, of course, it's most famous for Pauly Shore and in the movie Encino Man, which if you haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, I guess, bonus... The and, and another one to the list. And the bonus, Entourage, <laughs> the home that they lived yeah, in in Entourage. Of course. The big house down there. Right off Ventura Boulevard in Encino. So there you go. A little L.A. A little L.A. for you. You know, it's the L.A. Rams. we got to give a little bit of L.A. into this podcast. I can't break down Massachusetts. I've never lived there. No. But L.A., we can break down a few things. Yeah, some good, some bad, some we shouldn't have said, but Trivia. we said anyway. Jared Goff, the high school he went to doesn't have your name Mitch in it. It has the name Kent. Kentfield, California, Marin Catholic. So there you go. He went to high school. And, you know, without without me, without Kent, right. where is he? He's nowhere. Well, he got some great, uh, he had great geography lessons there <laughs> at that school. That's all I can say. It's kind of cool, though. It's, it's two Northern California quarterbacks yeah. going out Northern California head. QBs. Yeah. Keep them coming because that's where we're at right now. This was fun. This was a good time. A lot of prop bets oh, out yeah. there. We have uh, we've given you some advice. So we'll our best bet there. then, the minus two twenty. Both teams will score. Both touchdown teams will in the score first a touchdown half. in the first. We got to see if Gothard's in on that one then, because if so, I feel like that's our money maker, man. That that just looks good. And minus two twenty is not such tall odds. It's it's tall odds, yeah. but it's not minus six hundred for a bet you feel great about, or like minus fifteen hundred we joked about earlier. Minus two twenty. Best part about that bet too. Win or lose it in the first half. Hopefully win. Yeah. Time to make your second half bets as well. Of course. If you lose, then you just go on tilt and bet something else. And if you win, now you sit back, you throw a few nickels on a few different things, make it rain depending on where you're at, and then you have a good time. Clear the sizes, and then you're all good to go. <laughs> Would you do it, by the way? Like, let's say, okay, you're a Browns fan. Right. Diehard Browns guy. Uh-huh. Would you do the following if you knew it meant the following? You have to go to a grimy strip club. Like, I mean grimy. Like hey. like one that, like, right. clearly there's some diseases going yeah, around okay. with the women right. there. However, if you get nonstop lap dances for the first half, it would mean that you can watch the second half kind of isolated in that same establishment. Okay. But the Browns will win that Super Bowl. So- are you in? I feel like you're asking me what my tolerance to like thrush and other types of uh, STDs are. I'm not saying you have to go to be the creep that actually, you know, tries yeah, to see, the, the, solve I the, would. the, and the then problem. I, I would. Yes, I would do it for the Browns because they haven't won one. Once they win one, no, then never again. Okay, well. But. But again. But to be fair, I would probably try to, to come up with an angle like how can I get the longest song so it's not. Because we're talking, I think the issue would be song ends and it's another dance, and it's just it's an, the whole process of a dance starting I mean, that's over kind of is the whole annoying. Deal there. Yeah, I want the longest. Granted, I said grimy, so you're, it's not like you're spending 
It, you're not in Vegas where you're going to end up spending 10k for that half. You might only end up spending 200 bucks or something. Maybe, maybe not even if it's real grinding. You might be spending 80. I feel like you have some uh, experience with this. Maybe. <laughs> a, Let's just say I picked the wrong yeah, time to believe yeah. in Notre Dame Clemson. There's <laughs> yeah. a reason I wasn't with you guys. Yeah. I, I was told by somebody who I thought was a prophetic person. Hey, Guarantee the second half, and it was dude, just a disaster. Do it, and and by imagine the, doing and that, that, and you do the whole first half part. And then, and then they get killed in the second half. Yeah, and it was twenty-three to three at the half. I'm like, what is going on? And then it's like, oh no, I just got fooled, and I very well might have pink eye. And that's uh, best case. <laughs> pink eye. It can be best case. All right. Well, this was a fun episode. Hope you enjoyed our Super Bowl prop invest and stayed for the entertainment of the rest. And uh, all, all, <laughs> all joking matter. Kent Brown, Mitch Michaels, props to Matt Gothard who's doing great things in Atlanta. This was Running With The Money. Stay safe out there on those betting streets. And good luck. Super Bowl Sunday, making those prop bets.